Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Class is in session, and we have a red alert situation. Now, normally, we wouldn't be diving back into Kingdom Hearts again right after getting off of the the 20th anniversary look back that we just did, but when a brand new fourth entry, a mainline game, is surprised to announce, I just had to do it. But because this is such a big event, I had to bring out some big guns. Welcoming back to the university, we have Matt Finman of Dragon Quest fame, a member of my Divinity 2 Original Sin Party, and the PR guy for Super Deluxe Gamecast. We have Alex O'Neill, head of Irrational Passions, the tail-weaving DM for IPD&D, and my assistant professor. And lastly, the best damn Donald Duck impersonator I know, host of Podcast Beyond, and a member of the new Unlocking Kingdom Hearts podcast, PlayStation lead over at IGN. Mr. Jonathan Dornbush. How's it going, everybody? It feels Hello. good. Feels what good. phenomenal intros. I'm so excited to talk about Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. That's what this one's yes. about, right? Yes. Finally. Awesome. You know what? To be fair, time. they're making a mobile game that I might actually play. I'm going to play it, yeah. <laughs> it looks fun. If it works with like a controller, I might mess around with it. Right? Like, Let me use my backbone or something and play it on the screen and just have a good time. I'm stoked. In yeah. all of the, the situations that Dornbush and I have ended up in, this is the first time we're ever talking about Kingdom Hearts together. So That's I'm, true. That's wild. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, I mean, I don't know where you guys were at, but I certainly, I was like really ready for like a spin. I was ready for like three more spinoffs before we got to Kingdom Hearts 4, but I guess not. I, I guess uh, we're not. I, I, but to be fair, in between the announcement and the launch, that very well may be true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we will. And to kind of give you all listeners kind of a idea, we are at just under a decade ago. It was June 10th, 2013, that the initial reveal of Kingdom Hearts 3 happened. Now, some of the mm. other things that happened that E3, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One were both revealed. They both also came out that year. This was the this was the year PlayStation just like bitch slapped Xbox with this like, yeah. this is how you let friends borrow games and all that great stuff. We got the Shuhei Adam yeah. Boys passing the used game video. Yeah, yeah. That was I was oh. I was in the room, and <laughs> the enter like I was I was at that E three as a, as like a, a lowly intern back in my days, and that was a like palpable. Oh, what an E three to be at! Uh, yeah, that's like the mic drop E three. Yeah. Really, yeah. Final Fantasy Versus thirteen was uh, revealed that it had changed to become Final Fantasy 15. And funny enough, Final Fantasy Versus 13 is now kind of also a Kingdom Hearts game with Azora, <laughs> but it's also kind of Verum Rex, which will maybe get its own game, it sounds like, at some point. But Tetsuya Nomura was like, we'll do Kingdom Hearts 4 first. It's weird. I don't know. GTA 5 released for the first time. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, latest played as the Cyber Ninja Raiden. Last of Us released... Zelda Link Between Worlds and Twilight Princess HD released. 
Fire Emblem Awakening release and kind of saved Fire Emblem. Shin Megami Tensei Devil Summoner Soul Hackers release, and it was the last time we got to play as Sly uh, Cooper and the gang. Oh my God. Time. The, what, an, now, what an incredible wait. year 2013 was. Oh, I know. <laughs> it really was. For real. Yeah. Just for both games and just the promise of the future. Like, it was just a really fun time to be a gamer. I forgot Awakening was in that same year. Yeah. That's so wild. What a packed year. It was. It was a nutty, nutty year. But it's been almost a decade since we had our first mainline, uh, our last mainline Kingdom Hearts reveal. Jesus. Wow. Well, now that we're all humbled and old. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> now that my back is aching because I sat slightly off when I was saying all yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we are about 36 or so hours away or er, f- from the reveal of Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, so first and foremost, uh, guys, what was what were your thoughts? We'll start with you, John. Jonathan. Um, well, it's so funny that you put it in our perspective because it both feels like that and also feels like it was announced a week just because of the way <laughs> the, the world works. Yeah. Um, I like I went into the weekend knowing the event was happening. I was expecting sort of a CG reveal trailer for a new big Kingdom Hearts game. Like I did legitimately mm-hmm. think I didn't know if they were going to call it four, but I thought it was going to be like the next big one, um, sort of in the way they revealed KH3 back almost a decade ago. Um, so I was I was pleasantly surprised to see the amount of stuff we did. I have my thoughts about what it means for its current development process and all that. But um, I I was pleasantly surprised by that. And it, it made me hopeful enough in a weird way that I it's going to be a while, but I don't think it's going to be seven years. I think it's going to yeah. be a little shorter than that. <laughs> I, I think that because they won't hopefully, fingers crossed, be dropping the Unreal Engine like four years into development and having to start it all over again, like they did with Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. We'll so see it like the, in four years or something. Was it like the, the, the luminous fabula, engine? Yeah. The luminous engine. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lenovo Crystallis. <laughs> <laughs> starting off on UE five and like granted UE five has been in early access for a little bit. So it's like, they've obviously been messing with it. So my, my hope is that it's an easy enough tool to develop with. They have enough of a sense. And I also just, like, I get the sense because they really could have, you know, done four or five spinoffs in between. We may, may still very well get them. But I totally think there's sort of an impetus to get four out quickly. I do think they don't want the gap between two and three to set a precedent any longer. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I feel like it's the same vibe Final Fantasy 16 gives is that they don't want both Final Fantasy 16 and Kingdom Hearts 4 are going to be coming after the entries in their respective franchises that took literal ages to come out and i don't think they want to repeat that yeah mm-hmm. uh but a- alex what about you what did you think about what was shown uh yeah i similarly i i kind of didn't know if they were going to really go for it i really like i had i was staying up uh the night before not really because i was trying to wait but because i couldn't sleep um i was hanging out i was watching uh very known, hopefully, Kingdom Hearts streamer, uh, Sarah Key. I don't know if anybody else is familiar with her, but she's great. I was just, she had like a little hype session 
Um, I was just watching that, and I it was getting later and later, and honestly, I was like, they're not going to announce anything. I went to sleep, <laughs> and then I woke up in like a delirium, and I'm like checking YouTube, and I it, like the top uh, option is like Kingdom Hearts Four reveal trailer. I was like, this isn't real. Where am I? <laughs> uh, and I honestly, it, it did not sink in until like the third time I had seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, many hours later of like oh god yeah this is real yeah it was really surprising um i similar to what uh matt and jonathan said yeah i think they they're just like trying to to restore some faith to the idea that this will come out eventually and not as long as the last one took so yeah i i think this will be sooner i i really like what they showed i like there's like a lot of mystery um, a lot of question marks that we get from it that I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, I like how little they actually showed of the things that we're familiar with, like Azora. We didn't see it all in the in the trailer and stuff like that. It makes me gives me some ideas, some theories. Uh, and yeah, we got the the whole grass area thing that we'll talk about. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was into it. I'm excited. Feels good to be excited about Kingdom Hearts again. <laughs> True, true. And Matt, what about you? What were your thoughts? I mean, first off, I, I love that they straight up named the arc, like the Dark Seeker <laughs> yeah. Saga. So anime. Or, uh, the, no, the Lost, Lost Masters. Masters arc. Yeah, yeah, the Lost Master arc. I, I think that's, um, I just, it, it, it fills my mind with like all these possibilities and stuff. And I think that's really cool that they straight up came out and said, from Kingdom Hearts 4 onward, we're working on the Lost Master arc. And then... They drop us into this whole weird, don't know if it's quite pseudo-reality or how it has to do with his former worlds he's been a part of. Like, I just, there's so much mystery in this trailer that, and and it's not like, it doesn't seem like convoluted Kingdom Hearts shenanigan mysteries either. It just feels like something fresh and new, even though they're sticking to Sora. Uh, But they did get rid of the clown shoes. And gave them normal people feet, so who knows, man? I mean, possibilities are endless. Yeah, in parts four. Yeah, it's true. It's true. What uh, about you, Scott? How do you feel? I was. Yeah, it took me a little while to kind of register everything. Um, apparently, like the the first shot that they open up with, um, in like the hotel like thing. Apparently, that was the venue that they were holding the event in. Oh. Oh, amazing. That's <laughs> cool. That's so, that's so funny. And that the rest of the city had like Shibuya and stuff landmarks, which kind of me- me- I did matches it matches yeah. up with where Sora woke up in the uh, secret or the ending of Kingdom Hearts 3 or the one of the secret endings. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're in the same spot, but then like a dark side like creature comes and then we see this forest new location, then another zoom to the chessboard with a singular Sora piece um, with the, with the name, the choice is yours once more showing up. Then Sora gets woken up in an apartment. He looks more, far more realistic by Celestia from Unchained Key. Um, so bridging that gap and everything. And then dark side just turned. I had to look that part up. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say what, who, who amongst us are the fake fans that had to look that up? Me. That's this guy. <laughs> I don't know. I, Union I Cross is not what I put a lot of time into. I apologize. It's wild. <laughs> Union Cross is worth the time just so you know what happens at the end. And you're like, excuse me, what? 
<laughs> yeah, that was one I played when the mobile games first came mm-hmm. out. Like I played pretty regularly. And then after maybe a year, I was like, I, I can't. And then it went on for five more years. And then I just read with these. <laughs> yeah. Like I, th- th- that's the going back to sort of the idea of like, I do think this could be a new good start, but I also worry how much it's going to be layered in the mobile lore. Because while I yeah. think that stuff is cool, it is so inaccessible to anyone who doesn't play or look up the wiki and i'm curious what they're gonna do there i think we are going to get a side like between now and the release of kingdom hearts 4 i feel like they have to do a unshamed key like console or like some sort of port kind of like what they did for like uh recoded or um rechain of memories things like that bringing it to the consoles or something because that story is all complete now and it seems, yeah. and the yeah. masters and the old masters and everything like that seem is such a big part. I feel like they have to do it at some point. Yeah, I I don't think back cover covers nearly enough. Ironically enough, but um, yeah, Strelitzia is kind of like the one of the mysteries from Union Cross. Though she's like a thread that they introduce, and then she dies. Uh, <laughs> spoilers, and then disappears for a long time but i believe she is uh marluxia's sister uh and like his, his somebody's sister so that it's another kind of thread that ties in uh marluxia and, and marluxia larxene and demix are kind of like the the missing links that we really don't know much about those characters still so i, I think this is gonna definitely pull for those characters and, and might even pull other characters into it from the mobile games. And I, I, I do think that we're going to be dealing with a lot of lore, but I'm hoping if four is going to be more about those characters, uh, that they, they establish them a little bit more clearly, uh, in that game. Did anyone else play melody of memory? Yes. Yeah. I, I experienced, yeah, I the have of memory movie. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> and uh, my copy of melody of memory is sealed on my game shelf that I'll get to yeah. one day. Nice. Cause I, I do remember that like this realistic world was introduced in that game. Yeah. The secret yeah, ending. They name, with... they name it quadratum in, the, in yeah. that game. Yeah. It's the, the because it's... star is the first one to reveal that name. The unreality. <laughs> we are an unreality. At first I thought it was going to be like a, they were saying that, Hey, we're going into the new, uh, the world ends with you sequel world. They were going to like, you know, because with Shibuya and, and R- Japan as the backdrop, that was my first thought until I realized, no, wait. But, you know, no. This, no. I don't know how, how this, like, comparison is going to land with you guys, but I feel the the closest this reminds me of is Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood. Uh, oh, the OG if, one, yeah. Oh, where he goes to Germany, it. Nazi Germany? <laughs> Yeah, where where when he finds out like what's beyond the door is like our world, <laughs> like that is and and like when you die, you are reborn into our world. Uh, is kind of like the the conceit there. Not where brother. I don't. I've not seen Brotherhood, so I, I know that that's not like the the kind of original intent of that. But yeah, that's this is kind of the vibe, like two halves of one coin. Uh, this unreality versus I guess reality. We have to. <laughs> reconcile that as well kingdom hearts is the reality well Um, and they're also saying like in the trailer the afterworld so it's like Mm -hmm. going along with your full metal alchemist thing it's like okay our world's both unreality and death like yeah but i wonder if people die in like quadratum do they then get reborn into the other world and this like 
we got to talk about how this opens a lot of doors. Like we know two specific characters die at the end of Kingdom Hearts three, and I get his spoilers, everybody. But Xehanort yeah. and Ericus uh, move on very visually. Does that yeah. mean that they were reborn as char- new characters in Quadratum? Is that what that I mean, means? If, it's are a we going to be strong possibility? New Xehanort, fresh Xehanort in Unreality, and he's going to be an ally. Is that a potential thing? Had had this crossed any of your guys' mind? <laughs> no, and now I'm kind of paralyzed, thinking mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there we're not done with the Dark Seeker saga, I guess. It has, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't see, I don't see it. I I don't necessarily see it either, but I'm just saying, like, with the terminology and the the kind of the lore that they're setting up here, I think that is a possibility. And in in my mind, it would be like a a Xehanort who looks like Xehanort, but is like reborn, is young again. Uh, who doesn't know his past, right? Um, who then might be he's... like an ally to Sora, you know? I was going to say, he's just a random businessman in Shibuya. Um, oh, yeah. Or Quadratum, and he's just walking around, like, going to his day job. And he's, he's very yeah. confused by what's happening. Ta- taking pictures of Heartless with his cell phone. <laughs> he's um, just an IRS tax auditor. <laughs> well, remember that the final world is, like, their version of heaven. It, like, even the fairy godmother says, like, that's the place where strong hearts go after they die. So yeah, like they yeah. disappear from there to somewhere else as well. So they would it would have to be some sort of bridge. Like I could potentially see Ericus, but I don't necessarily see with it them specifically saying like this is the end of the Xehanort saga. Like I don't see them being like, just kidding, now he's your friend and like this thing in this other world. I, I that that seems like exactly the kind of stuff Kingdom Hearts would totally do. <laughs> I, I really... could see that in yeah. like the next game. In yeah, like maybe Kingdom not Hearts four. Five. Yeah. I'm just saying like the door is open, literally, figuratively and literally here. Um, but, you know, Riku goes to the final world in like Kairi's dream or whatever, uh, and then uses that as a portal to get to Quadratum um, at the end of Melody of Memory. So I don't I. If you can just go to the underworld, I mean, like Donald and Goofy seem to have their own approach. Yeah. <laughs> They're just yeah. going to they talk go to, to the, the devil. They're chilling with Hades. I don't want to blow your minds, okay? Mm-hmm. But Quadratum and Kingdom Hearts 4, coincidence? I think not. Yeah, quad is 4, yeah. Oh, man. I broke I broke the the uh, the code wide open, y'all. <laughs> I wonder right. if that's also, Latin for something. I want to look that up. I shout out to uh, Nomura for in the the <laughs> whatever the the mobile game trailer he literally says it's all connected. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just a power I mean, move. What what a great way to be like play Missing Link, or else you might be missing something by the time you get to Kingdom Hearts Four. You got to remember it's all connected. If you no way, uh, hold on that yeah that's stupid. If that's true, one second. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> This is great. He looked up what quadrata means, I guess. I love it. Um, so, I was going to say... Oh, go ahead. No, okay. So, apparently, in Google's Latin to English translator, quadratum translates from Latin to English as square. Quadratum is square. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I think I did read someone say that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I vaguely yeah. remember this. Because the hope of some people, because this obviously ties into verses 13 is the hope that this world will bring back Final Fantasy stuff to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, after I would love that. I, I missed it. I missed how every progressive game 
diluted the Final Fantasy aspect more and more. Yeah, I think there will be like my my whole theory going into this was that we would be starting to like visit like actual Square Enix worlds um, with Disney characters thrown in the mix, like kind of a role reversal of the crossover style. Uh, Yeah, I almost with three, because like you can you can so tell the tension of like what worlds Square was allowed to do stuff with and what they weren't allowed to do with. I was so wondering, oh, are they going to kind of move on from Disney being the focal point with four and, and onward? And like you said, maybe lean back into to square and then just have it be like Dom and Goofy, maybe Maleficent show up and, and, and whatnot. But the trailer does still hint Disney is going to play a big part. It just wasn't the focus of this trailer. Yeah, I, I'm great. Which is the same they as they did for Kingdom Hearts three. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful they had Donald and Goofy at the end because, like, that was honestly my number one concern coming out of three was like, was this like the goodbye to Donald and Goofy? Because um, if you look at it that way, I think it, they did a great job at that. Uh, it's just like I didn't want to say goodbye to my boys, yeah. uh, but now they're like going to hell and looking for Sora, <laughs> so I guess not. So yeah, Jonathan, what are some of your theories and and whatnot? Um, yeah, oof, there's, there's a lot of places to go with it. I mean, I think for me, I just to go back on the Disney bent, I do, I do think this is a opening the door more to live action stuff as a, as a, as a more prominent part of the, the Disney worlds, depending on how much they lean into it. Um, I mean, like we can, we can jump into the forest of it all if we want to. We yeah, haven't touched I, I feel on like we, got, we have to ch- talk about this forest thing. Um, what is and, this forest you're speaking of? This forest, forest. with r- redwood trees uh, oh. and a uh, little metal thing in the corner that uh, looks like an ATST. Hmm, strange. Yeah, um, I'll say I heard this, and I I was not. I'm like one of those people that I'm not necessarily super into the idea of Star Wars and Marvel stuff showing up in Kingdom Hearts. Um, but I did my own independent research, which is to say, on my TV I brought up the trailer, <laughs> and then on my phone I brought up an ATST foot and I put them side by side, and it is very specifically similar. Yeah, uh, in a very disheartening way for me. But I, you know, it, it is it that whole sequence in the trailer, like just dead in the middle of like going to this forest that is like clearly a different place. Like this isn't Quadratum, is definitely the vibe I got. Um, must be another one of the worlds that they're just finding a way to tease. I, if that is how they tease it, I think that's a good way to like get people thinking. Yeah, that was for me. That was such the. It, I agree. I don't think it's quadratum. And then so you're throwing in this, this random tease, and I guess they want because like obviously doing Star Wars is in Kingdom Hearts is a big enough headline, a big enough trailer reveal. Like they don't need to include that in the reveal properly. So I do mm-hmm. think this was just like teasing it a little bit i do think those trees are very much redwood trees that you know is where they shot the the forest moon of endor stuff and and whatnot so i think that's leaning into that um and and i agree with you i'm sort of like mixed i think there are ways to do it well but it could also go very wrong very quickly to to get this live action stuff in there um but i was like i i do want to get into the the mythology and the lore and all that stuff but i i was legitimately happy by that end scene to have um similarly to what alex was saying to have Donald and Goofy show up one because I love that trio as such a core to what I love about Kingdom Hearts, but also as silly as it is, like I really I'm a big Hercules fan, so the fact that they were teasing Hades and the the right. fact that it probably means Hercules is back for the fourth numbered entry gotta, again gotta be in every game. <laughs> exactly, I like that made me just so happy as a Hercules slash Kingdom Hearts fan. Um, 
and I, I hope shows a good balance of the, uh, the duo, you know, like the dual ways that I think they're going to do some more realistic stuff, which personally as an art style, I don't love as much, mm-hmm. um, versus the cartoony stuff that I hope they continue to do. But that that's just like one of the many threads. That's I think it would be really cool if when they went to a Disney world, they kind of reverted back to more of their cartoony classic kingdom hearts proportions. I think they agreed. I think they Adam stuff where was the new, I call him K-pop Sora. Uh, <laughs> the just, the shots of Sora in the Starbucks barista and like having to face rent is my favorite thing to ever come out of this trailer. Oh my goodness! I do want to. I mean, can we talk about the brief like glimpse at the combat? It just it reminds me of um the closest comparison I have to this is when they first announced Final Fantasy thirteen. And it wasn't, it was just like this. It wasn't true combat, but it made it feel like it was when lightning's running through the train, tearing yeah. people up. Like, that's the vibe I got. And it has been a long time since I got that excited for what it was clearly not actual gameplay, but just the promise of what could come. Yeah. Uh, it definitely feels like a tech demo look at what it is, especially knowing that this trailer is rendered in UE4 and the final game is going to be in UE5. But. Uh, I the and I don't, Dorner, I don't know if you got the same thought, but it reminded me of Sekiro the way he threw that hook shot out. <laughs> um, oh, that hook shot was so, was so cool! cool. Yeah, that was so cool, Every and that it was from the better. back of the Keyblade using like the actual keychain. The keychain, yes, yeah, so cool! What a cool yeah. idea! And every game is improved drastically by the inclusion of a grappling hook. This Absolutely. is just universal truth. One hundred percent. Yeah, that was. I I think the combat look. I'm totally with you. Like this was a vertical slice. Like what we would have seen as an E3 demo if this was an E3 showing, um, not like a final version. There's if that sequence exists in the game, like it's going to be QTEs and half of it. Um, the you know like him jumping through right. the the I guess like the skyscraper bit that was falling that he had to slide down. Like there was definitely some choppiness in the animation there. But in terms of like him having more flexibility of jumping around the environment as a concept added with more mobility using the keyblade i think is such a cool combo if they can if they can pull that off yeah floaty floaty fears beware though it's going to be hella floaty there's going to be a lot of jumping and floating in the air oh yeah uh what how did you feel about it scott i the combat looks super exciting like it gave me the same kind of holy crap that looks so cool as the Kingdom Hearts 3 reveal trailer did. Um, I ex- I love kind of the, the quote-unquote Keyblade transformation that they did in this, where it more like becomes light and a form so much more than how it was approached in Kingdom Hearts 3 with like various odds and ends or gadgets. So I'm hoping if they do go with the transformation thing, it's more of this turns into like a light form and then does stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, the grappling hooks look so cool. Um, I think... The, the scale of it alone, the, also. Oh, yeah, the scale of it. And I feel that Sora's appearance simply looks like this because they're in Quadratum. I, I almost... I, I would bet money that we will go to more like Disney-based worlds and he will return to his more uh, Kingdom Hearts aesthetic uh, that we're that we're used to big shoes and all yeah and i think we'll get like similar to how pirates looked in kingdom Hearts 3 i think we'll get kind of like that nice middle ground um aesthetic as well uh especially if they do end up having 
uh, a Star Wars world. We we should. I want to talk about this because we like the thing I haven't seen people talking about is all right. Let's assume it is Endor, right? And it is Return of the Jedi is what that would mean. How like do you feel good about that? Like if we're jumping into Star Wars, right? We're jumping in at Return of the Jedi. Is that what people wanted? I'm not one of those Perfect people that wanted Star point. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally the end of the first trilogy. Um, just get in, get out, fight some, fight with some Ewoks. I would love to see Sora hang out with some Ewoks. I get it. I yeah, want to see a heartless, heartless Death Star, or like a heartless stormtrooper, like the heartless <laughs> with the stormtrooper helmets, and it's all black or whatever. I think that would be cool. Sure, it's just like it feels weird to not do like Hoth or something like that. If it is Endor, it just it's like a weird choice to me. Can we all agree that at least it's not Tatooine again? Like yes. everything else in the world, yes. <laughs> for sure. It it's an interesting one because I guess just for me, like no, I guess no Star Wars world immediately jumps out as like that's the world they need to go to because they're often like sites of a thing that happens and then they move on from them in the movies. So it is like this interesting, what do you choose from Star Wars? And I guess that's a big enough battle where things are happening that you can, sure. You can work I guess. With that you could have like Endor and then at some point you fly up and help Luke fight the emperor or something like you could do something crazy like that. Exactly. Cause otherwise like my preferences would probably be stuff from the animated series, but you, people don't care about that as much on a wide scale. So sure. And I, I think th- that would yeah. fit kingdom hearts really well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think with Endor versus like a Hoth, I think a big thing is just a really cool forest will tout and showcase more of their power than like, snowy like snowy dunes or not snowy dunes but like blizzards and things like visually i think seeing sun crest through trees and everything and having like a zoomer bike going through the forest would look better than flying around or doing stuff on the the frozen world of hoth from a visual standpoint here's the the scenario where i'll allow it i'll allow the endor scene if you help you're helping han and leia fight and then han's like oh you gotta go god this just sounds bizarre to me just even thinking about han saying anything to sora from kingdom hearts he's like oh you gotta go help luke up in the sky he's like how are you gonna get up there and sora's like i got a ship and he summons the gummy ship and flies into space and you're fighting tie fighters in the gummy ship that's the only situation where it's okay and then he jumps out and, and helps Luke fight Darth Vader or something. Now, sure. if that doesn't happen, I'm going to be deeply disappointed. It's not going to because none of this is going to be in the game, probably. I, but you know what? <laughs> I would pay like I would buy like ten copies if they actually get Harrison Ford to be Han and sing crazy Kingdom Hearts shit. You, got, you, you gotta go help my hey, friend Sora. Luke. <laughs> you and you, Goofy and Donald Duck, go and fly to the Death Star in your gummy ship. We got it down here. Sora, let- you go help Luke and your gummy ship. I'm going to fight the nameless and the heartless down here. <laughs> I mean, um, the way they're using their, their AI voice work in uh, The Mandalorian, never say never. I, I, I mean, God, I could see... I think Mark Hamill would 100% do it, but just Harrison Ford spouting off Kingdom Hearts nonsense <laughs> would give me yeah, so much horrible. joy in life. What do you mean his name is Donald? <laughs> I just, He's I a duck. My mind. Uh, oh my now, now, would Donald and Goofy, their shapes be like an Ewok and like a Wookiee? Or would the, 
probably like a C-3PO and R2-D2. It'd be a C-3PO and R2-D2, I'd say. I hope not. That's like the worst. That that makes me not want this alone. <laughs> uh, Goofy's like, uh, I must uh, embrace my protocols or whatever. I don't want to hear that. No, thank you. Oh, my God. Although this Donald is... Duck rolling around on three wheels would be pretty fucking good. I won't lie to you. <laughs> this is the best and worst fan fiction. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> that's every Kingdom Hearts story. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that really is. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, it's, again, I looked at this picture for a long time. It's very mm-hmm. convincing. I yeah. just, it could be anything, but it, it just, here, my, I always come back to that. I know I'm ranting at this point. I'm sorry. Uh, I always just come back to like people wanted Star Wars and Marvel in Kingdom Hearts just because Disney happened to buy this company. Like, there's no other reason for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it still it still seems weird. I guess like unreality, which you would think it would be the opposite, would be, make more sense. But I, you know, if, if they're doing like a bunch of live action stuff. Do you think that would be Star Wars Marvel? Do you think they would include like more live action Disney things like the live action Alice in Wonderland or, <laughs> or I'm not gonna whatever? Lie, if no. you did want to bring in live action, I think Enchanted deserves a spot. Don't even get me started on Enchanted. I will fight for Enchanted to be in this. Just Pete's Dragon. Like We're going to Pete's this- Dragon. Just lean heavy into the Fox acquisition and have Ryan Reynolds show up, not as Deadpool, but as Free Guy. Oh my God! Go. <laughs> I just want now, a Muppets world. I oh want, God! Oh, no, I would lose my mind a for a Muppets fourth wall breaking Deadpool Ryan Reynolds in a Kingdom Hearts game would be so good, though. <laughs> That's the worst uh, fan fiction we've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> That's Scott's line. willing. Uh, this abomination. Into I'm, I'm putting world. that. I'm putting that energy into the universe. I feel like a Muppets world would only work as like a Winnie the Pooh style thing. For sure. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like the side area. But man, Puppet Sora, I would fucking lose my mind. Can you imagine if at one point he does the Kermit flailing arms? <laughs> oh yeah, for oh, sure. On, yeah. So With cool. the Keyblade in hand. You know? Yes. But it's uh, just like clearly like Velcroed onto his hand. Yep. And so it like wiggles a little bit in an open palm. Yeah. And then the, the Muppet Summon is just the great Gonzo being shot out of a cannon. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. It writes itself. It really it just does. Um, so, what okay. other theories do people have? <laughs> I, fe- I, I feel like we could have an way. entire fanfic episode where we just like spawn off like the realistic things and all the crazy things they could do with like with a Marvel world, like Sora slingshotting or with his keyblade grappling hook with Spider-Man or crazy stuff like that. But I want to hear some of your other theories. uh, I've been ranting, so I'll let, I'll let some other folks. Matt, you go. Some other theories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's the best thing is that I, I don't have any because it could go anywhere. I, I, oh, I'm, your, your theory will be wrong, but I do I know, want to I know. It. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that they're 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 tying stuff in with the quadratum and uh, and the Union X stuff, but that it's just a jumping off point. I'm really hoping that this is their chance that it can almost be a clean slate. My theory and my hope is that it is its own story, but with just enough stuff sprinkled in for longtime fans to to get more out of it. 
I guess, but that if you were if Kingdom Hearts 4 was your jumping on point, you would get just as much out of it. I really hope that they they kind of approach it in that way. Uh just because let it be more accessible to more people without having to delve through everything that came before it, but give enough so that long-term fans get more out of it. And then in terms of just actual theories, um, I, I, I wasn't thinking a bit about it before, but I love the concept that maybe when they leave the kingdom hearts world, they end up in quadratum so that somewhere they, the masters are still there and that you get to interact with them in new fun ways. Cause you know, we got, we got those two hooded figures at the top of the skyscraper we don't know who they are. Yeah. We so, know one is the master of masters for sure, but we don't know if the other one yeah. uh, is like so, Lushu or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but, it, I, I love, I, I love not knowing. It's been yeah. a long time since, since I, I've had so little to go on for such a long running franchise and it's kind of refreshing. So, yeah, that's, like, that's how I felt at the end of Remind as well. It's great. Coming out of Kingdom Hearts 1 with that secret ending and like the final mix secret ending and, and stuff like that was such a moment for me of why I think I fell in love with Kingdom Hearts. And so, yeah, to to be at this similar point, I totally agree with you that I do think there's a way to do it to tie in all of that stuff, but to make it still palatable to someone who's never played. Like, I do think the Master of Masters is a really interesting character, but I think you could use this as a full introduction because I guess like unless you've watched back cover, unless you've played the mobile games, you've maybe seen and heard of him for what, like two minutes total at, at most. And, and like, he could be such an interesting character. Cause like whenever he shows up, he's weird. He's a little off. Like you don't know how he's going to really behave or talk to people. Like he is so strange. And to have him be a main force in the game, I yeah. like to bring him forward. I think you can do that and be, and let it be introductory enough here. Like, I don't think you need to rely on, someone having watched back cover to introduce the master of masters as a key player, but you can start to pay all that stuff off and start to play the decisions of, you know, him choosing certain people and choosing the groups of after the foretellers and, and choosing to, or, and leaving and, and whatnot. I think you can pay off all that stuff, but you can start to set kingdom hearts Four as okay. You've never heard of this dude. Here's a really great introduction to him. Yeah. For sure. Any for you, Scott. Um, I've got a lot. I, I think it would be cool if the Master of Masters kind of picks up and trains Sora. Because Sora really hasn't had a quote-unquote master like Riku kind of did. Like Aqua now has. Like Mickey did with Yen Sid. So it'd be nice to see some like an actual master take Sora under his wing and just be like, okay, this is how you are like actually should be a master. Like Keyblade Master. But I, I want... I'm it either has to be done somewhere in a, a different game or probably not in this one because Nomura always screws Kyrie over but like there it's I think it was incredibly an uh, incredibly important detail that at the end of the melody of memory secret ending or whatever that Kyrie's like I want to be trained by Aqua. So I think we are going I hope anyway we either get a game in the meantime that dives into that or they do do stuff with kind of the Disney crew, like Mickey figuring out stuff and Kyrie training and things with like Roxas and all the other crew kind of in their reality while also having the other half of the game focusing on Sora 
investigating this unreality and Rika trying to find him, but I think we have to get at some point Kyrie's story and not in a rhythm game. Like I, <laughs> yes, I, you would I, hope. Yeah, I, I would hope. Eventually. I think eventually. I think the fact that she that they went out of their way to say I want to be trained by Aqua. Like they have to. Yeah, that's setting up something. That it has to be setting up something, and that feels like its own game for sure to me. Yeah, I I, I do hope. also think there's are uh, in the in the VO which. I, I guess a lot of us are operating under the assumption that it comes from the Master of Masters, the the non, um, the the more uh, the deeper voice that starts and and sort of ends. Um, mentions something about like, however, if you try to leave this world, it won't be as easy to come back. Um, and I would assume that that is true for the reverse, like trying to go because it, it like is he talking about this world and leaving this world, or is he talking about the world that sort of left and coming back? Like it yeah. could be both to a certain extent. And I do wonder, I, I wonder if there's an interesting like third layer of it that we don't even know about. Like I did, you know, going back to the point of knowing so little, it really does feel like they could take it in a completely different direction, pretty divorced from what we have done before. And then, and you know, like pay off all the stuff from kingdom hearts three, a game or two down the line. Like I do think that four is, is the start of the arc. And I don't think we're going to get everything paid off neatly with four. Yeah. Um, I, I do really think we're at the beginning of an arc and it's, it's interesting to think about that because the last beginning of an arc was very different. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, like thinking about the master masters and stuff and like how they've done villains throughout the game. I don't know. I like the idea of them maybe focusing on one villain instead of having the villain split themselves into 13 parts or whatever. Um, so I, I, see like the distinct possibility of like, you know, in Kingdom Hearts one, we learn about Ansem only for uh, that whole understanding to be like challenged and totally broken down in Kingdom Hearts two. Um, I like, my hope is that maybe we think we learn about the master of masters in one only or in four only for that to become kind of like a slant for us to be biased against the truth uh, in whatever the next uh, Kingdom Hearts game is like they, he is, like presumably thousands of years old uh he has some way of like moving around through worlds through time through anything he's like weirdly like this omniscient almost character that we know nothing about we don't even know what he looks like um so i think that he's definitely going to be a focal point of this arc but <clears throat> it being the lost masters arc right we know Lushu brings the other masters back or like forward through time uh, at the very end of Kingdom Hearts 3 and he has the box and then maybe Lushu is in this trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 in Quadratum um, kind of rolling back to the theory I dropped on the, the last show we did Scott where I said that maybe the box is like a way to unreality um, that that's potential potentially that and so maybe the different worlds that we're visiting are kind of being plagued by each of the lost masters and now they're doing the bidding of the master of masters because he's returned to them uh and they're all kind of loyal to him regardless of how he clearly screwed them all over um so yeah i i wonder how the other masters are going to play into this um how again like this being the underworld how dead characters might play into this uh, and uh, I just think it's very specifically intentional that we never saw 
the Azora in this trailer, but we know he's like our touchstone for Quadratum, right? He's kind of like yeah. the protagonist of that world. Um, I it makes me wonder if they're gonna do some like Kingdom Hearts two or more specifically Metal Gear Solid two thing where we start the game as Sora, but we do not Ooh. play most of the game as Sora. Um, especially knowing that Nomura had said that he wanted to name the game Virum Rex. Uh, but decided to name it Kingdom Hearts 4 because of Sora. If that is like a big misdirect, I would totally believe it, and I would be absolutely here for it. I had thought that it was that they were two different games, not that he wanted to name it Verum Rex. He had said that he didn't want it to confuse people, so he decided not to name it Verum Rex. Oh, I thought it was that he was debating between making a Verum Rex game and Kingdom Hearts 4, and went with Kingdom Hearts 4 because people were worried about Sora. To be fair, we could have seen two different interpretations of the it's same true. translation. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up stories including uh, from, from sites I, I may have heard of. Um, but yeah, I think <laughs> the uh, it, it is granted a like tweet translated fan translation yeah. thing. Like it is possible. There's something lost in, in translation, but either way, I think like... I also, I appreciate that, but I also wonder how much control he would have in that case because i would assume square enix would want to publish the game called kingdom hearts 4 as quickly as possible yeah i again i think it could be a thing where we have multiple protagonists in this game but we don't know it yet yeah um, we also didn't see riku and we know he's there somewhere walking around the streets yeah. probably looking real real good too he's got a new drip he's got some boots or something um that happens so yeah later in this game like we riku we don't always had swag yeah, I mean, it, we get the only point of reference we have is that it's seven days since Sora got there. So I wonder if that's like the fight with Yazora, if like that is kind of his entry point. Um, and maybe it is canon. Like a lot of people thought that it might be canon that Sora loses that fight. Um, and so him getting crystallized and then maybe he reappeared somewhere else uh, in this super fancy apartment. Um, and that's kind of where he's been sleeping for, for that week. Uh, or maybe it's, it's different. You know, we, we know that this game takes place at the year after that melody of memory and remind takes place. So, so there's uh, a missing year. Yeah. There's a missing for year, Sora. but for Sora, but I, I am, I definitely believe that he could have just been kind of floating in the abyss for that year and and then kind of ended up here. But if they want to fill in that gap, I'm sure we'll get like a adventure that he's going to tragically forget at the end or something. Yeah. Was they it confirmed to... that by Nomura that Kingdom Hearts 4 will take place after Melody of Memory? Yes. Okay. Yes, I thought that's what I, yeah, because... It might have actually been like the other, one of the other producers. Uh, I think I saw a different name attached to that. But like Melody of Memory and Remind both take place at the same time. Uh, which is one year after. Oh, I didn't know Remind took place uh, at the same time as Melody. Yeah, it's a year after. Oh, okay. And that, it's like after the, you know, Riku sees all the data stuff that he goes to mm -hmm. Kairi and then enters her dream and then uh, kind of does the whole switchery to Quadratum. Yeah, they were like the keys because Kairi had walk, woken up and it was the mix of Riku's dreams, Kairi's heart, and then kind of the connection to quadratum with what star girl the name in the star. the nameless star in the final world that allowed them so rico didn't go into Kyrie's dream he yeah, had yeah, been had he had been having dreams of quadratum they, they went to the final world together yeah. and 
Yeah. I just forget that Kyrie sees that whole stuff in her yeah. team. And, and, for, and Riku is like, no, you can't come with me. I have to do this because... Of course. You know. <laughs> um, you need more, need more training, kid. Yep. In that hyperbolic <laughs> me, time um, traver. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, with the Nameless Star as well, where I, they've confirmed that it's a character we have met before, correct? Is, is that? Am I misremembering? Um, I I don't know. I don't think okay. they did, but I okay. I got the impression that it's the girl from the Virum Rex trailer. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, I just because those are the not, two uh, quadratum. Luna Freya. Not Luna Freya. Whatever her her who she might be. Oh God! I Isn't remember. her name Sora? Because wasn't there like a big thing where there were like two people named Sora? One person in the Verum Rex world and one like our Sora. Stella. Well, we we don't know if that is that girl. People think that Zora knows Sora as like a video game character in his world, um, which would again we don't really know what the relationship like how Quadratum sees our the known Kingdom Hearts universe. You know like. Uh, if it's all video game in that world, just like Virum Rex is a video game in the toy box or whatever. And if you die in Quadratum, do you become a Disney character? Yeah. That's how we got LeFou. It's crazy, right? <laughs> Josh Gad died oh my God. in Quadratum. <laughs> and then he was reborn as LeFou. Incredible. In, in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah, I I could go on and on about theories, but yeah, I just don't know. I love not knowing, but my my big question marks are like where is Yazora, where is Riku, and where is Yazora's like three not Final Fantasy versus thirteen friends, not Gladiolus, not Prompto, not Ignis. <laughs> like where are those guys at? Um, and has this happened before? Like we see the dark side show up in this city, and people seem pretty freaked out about it. So, if if Heartless have now finally made their way into unreality, if that's what like the the kind of Sora broke the seal in a way. Uh, and and the master of masters is like letting the darkness flow in. Like, what does that mean for that reality? Is that the Sora going to feel like responsible for that? Is is that maybe going to be the kind of hook of it of him feeling like he needs to go around and fix this place for his own mistake? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's so many questions, and it's so exciting to uh, to th- to think about. But I, I I want your guys' thoughts. When do you think we will find out what's in the box? <laughs> that's that's like a mid arc twist. I feel like that's not an yeah. end twist. At, at the at the earliest, we get it as the secret ending to Kingdom Hearts Four. Yeah, that's fair. But that, oh, it would man. just be a tease. I think. Is it? Th- is the secret video them finally opening the box and it cuts to black, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah and then in the bad. final mix slash DLC version, you get what's in the box. <laughs> it's a yeah, dick in I a box. See. It's a dick in the box. That's the whole time. <laughs> Um, I could see it being, it's just a certificate of authenticity. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Kingdom Hearts 5, if that is what comes after. Again, like we're we're in uncharted territory where I do think like some of the reasons we got non-numbered games was both like, you know, coming up with the story as it was going, some interest in expanding the franchise, some like excitement about new consoles and everything i do feel like because things are more centralized around the consoles now there's there's less of a divided market 
uh, the consoles and PC. I do wonder if it is just going to kind of be a little bit more four, five, six, or like four, maybe one spinoff, five, maybe one spinoff, six. I like I I do wonder what the cadence of the franchise is from here. Yeah, I think it it might depend on how well this game does. And like, really, we're, we're thinking about this kind of from the square side, but like the Disney side of if they are incorporating other Disney franchises into this, like Marvel or Star Wars, like in a way, Disney might consider this like a Star Wars game. And we all know how they feel about schedules and making sure there are bullet prints on that schedule. So if that, oh, yeah. if there is like more franchises from Disney in the game as a whole, um, they might want to like have a more rigid schedule of release for those things. Hey, if that means more Kingdom Hearts, I'm all for it. I, we have so many loose threads still that. I mean, Maleficent and Pete trying to get the box. You have the training with Kyrie. You have the old previous Masters, the old Keyblade Masters coming back. You have Mickey going back to Ad, uh, Ad Kylum to figure out more about Quadratum and kind of do his research. Then how the hell Donald and Goofy got into the underworld. And it, There's so many loose threads already. Uh that it's like, yeah, how are Donald and Duke Goofy getting around without a keyblade? What are they doing? Gummy ship. How they Power doing of friendship. Gummy ship. <laughs> I I wonder if like we're gonna get like a Mickey, Donald, and Goofy trio at one point. That, that is, would be like, so cool. That you play as Mickey for little bits, like segments, and and you have Donald and Goofy on your squad. Like I, I, I definitely wanted. Yeah, I know that would be so fun. I I see the the thread of like throughout the game in a hopefully done better than like the Maleficent Pete arc throughout Kingdom Hearts three of them looking for the box. But throughout four is like Donald and Goofy's quest to get to Sora and they don't get there until the end. And then from five, they can kind of carry on together. Like that's, that is kind of my expectation. That'd be cool. Jonathan, what about uh, you? What final theories and hopes do you have? Oh man. I mean, just going back to the general, like it is, I, I'm genuinely excited because it could go in so many different directions and I think it, it's totally valid. I I really hope that w- whatever we get is more of a mix of everything in, in sort of a, a good cadence. I do think like the further away from Kingdom Hearts 3 that I've gotten, the more the sort of like, here is the Disney section, here is the, you know, Kingdom Hearts lore section. And then with Remind, here is the five seconds of Final Fantasy. I really loved the the balance of things in in the earlier parts of the saga and i hope that this can kind of strike more of a balance as it goes out because i do think that just makes for better pacing and better storytelling in general mm-hmm. um so that that's more of like a structural hope but theory wise yeah i think with it being the beginning i don't want it to feel pressure to um try to pay off everything at once i almost want something that's a little like it can be big but almost a little bit more stripped down i do want something that kind of has a bit more of a direct focus whether it is how do i get back to my world or what is quadratum or just like one character sort of focus like going back to the idea of the master of masters being the main sort of whether it's antagonistic or or whatever force he ends up being like having a single driving force that is less split i would love for things to start there and then we can see where it goes from there but yeah yeah i feel like that's that's like what people like about one and two is like the more focused villain of those two games yeah um so yeah i'd love that 
I mean, I probably should have gone first because that just, I feel like I'm just going to echo sentiments now, but I will add to that, that I, I, I hope for leaves a lot open for the future. Like I, I don't want everything spelled out for me, but I would love some central mysteries or, or, or plot lines resolved. I don't want it to be the classic, like we're part one of a trilogy or part one of a whatever. So we're not going to answer anything in this game. We're just going to open up more mysteries and make you wait for the sequel. I want some form of resolution or catharsis in this game. Uh, but I, I just, I, I hope that again, we get a, a mix of, of everything instead of having it all be very segmented, like have the worlds be bleeding into one another or so, something of similar so that people from, I don't know, live action Disney show up in classic animated Disney or Final Fantasy starts popping up more or not just Final Fantasy, just square properties in general. Uh, mix it up a bit. Like like he mentioned, it just lends itself to better storytelling instead of it being so rigid. I do want to, I want, I want to drop this seed for all of you. If Ronald and Goofy are going to the underworld, presumably find Hades, who who is the one character that Hades has pulled from the underworld? For us to witness, it's Orin from Final Fantasy X, which oh, you right. opens you a go. lot of a lot of questions uh, just yeah. for that relationship as a whole. But like knowing what we know about Quadratum Square, um, like that definitely feels like there is a possibility for a lot more Final Fantasy characters. Um, that's really exciting to me. Who who would love some Dragon Quest characters or bravely right, default? Also. I'm just saying. The only other Square franchise that's made it in there is uh is the world ends with you. Yes. So I, I don't know. I feel like we'd just see Neku again or something weird like that. Man can dream. That's fair. What about you, Scott? Any final hopes, theories, dreams? Um wishes? I hope we finally get another damn Sephiroth fight. Yeah. Um, He's sitting there. On a skyscraper and just chucking <laughs> chucking buildings at you. We've already seen buildings being flung at Sora. Um but no, I'm almost on like like I definitely get the idea, like the urge or desire to have a fresh start for new players. You can start here, but I'm like kinda the opposite. <laughs> Cause like Me too. I, to I like I, there, yes. <laughs> I get that it would be good for folks, but there's so many ways to play Kingdom Hearts <laughs> that it's not like it's difficult to play the Kingdom Hearts games to get catch it up and like but my big thing is I I don't want a lot of lore or things that are important to this game to be tied to the new mobile game Missing Link. I don't like I can't play mobile games. Like I just I, I my brain is still wired to like the old Nokia like snake days. I just don't equate. I can't just mentally get attached or drawn into a mobile game. So I'm hoping that's that a lot of the important details aren't relegated to being locked behind Missing Link or things that I would have to find in Missing Link or in or in Unchained Key, and that without having some sort of remade or remastered game on consoles i honestly wouldn't be surprised if we get an unchained key movie kind of like what they did for king's clave and final fantasy yeah. 15 not my preferred method 
but I, I think that's for me. That's the like if, when I say more of a, a jumping on point. I'm I'm sort of like it, it, I want both if that makes sense because I I do think I want it to be paying off everything that one through three and and the spinoffs have been doing. I don't want it ignored, but I like I do think there are parts of the lore that are just for a wider audience inaccessible, and if you lean too much on that. Even for even for people who are pretty well versed, it can be a little bit hard to parse through. And so, I, yeah, like I think there is a balance between this could be a good starting point, but I think they also tried to say three was going to be that, and I don't think it was. So, well, they um, weren't fooling yeah. anybody there. <laughs> yeah. So you <laughs> know, just, I think it's yeah. it's fine. I I totally agree. Like the the one point five plus two point five collections on everything is easily purchasable. It's often on sale. Like, I don't think it's wrong to ask that for a numbered series sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I do think there is a way to, wh- when you can get too into the weeds, it can become problematic. And I think that's where, like, the frustration sometimes comes is, like, it, Kingdom Hearts is the easy punching bag of saying you have to play 72,000 games and read 50 wikis and watch 30 lore videos. And it's like, because there's a lot of really good stuff, but I do think parts of it are just hard to find or hard to access and i think that's the that's the part that's frustrating is the accessibility of it yeah i just don't want a brand new like tons of cast of characters when i feel like a lot of the cast from kingdom hearts 3 especially like roxas terra aqua Kyrie, uh axe or excuse me lee Xion, uh then all of them i don't feel like they got their shot or their closure and kind of i i i'm not with you on this one i think i think they're gonna leave a lot of characters behind honestly like i do too yeah i think as long as we get back to verbally eviscerate somebody (laughs) i think like shion and tara are like are gone like they're done their stories are done yeah i i think Okay, Lee, Xion, and uh, Roxas, I think, I, I will agree. They they got a good resolution and everything. Um, Kyrie and stuff, I'm, I'm with you. Kyrie and Aqua, I don't think especially. Kyrie, Riku, Sora, I think they're, they're going to be part of this story for a while. I think they're kind of the core for good. Um, and Aqua, obviously, is such a fan favorite that I think they'll keep her around with her relationship to Kyrie. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's good to, like... Like uh, Syx or Isa, like his character, you know, that story's done. And with that, I think Axel Lee is, is done. And um, she on Lord knows she's been through enough. So she's done, <laughs> you know, like, but I think someone like Roxas maybe coming back um, makes sense. Um, and I think like to me seeing like Strelitzia, I know a lot of characters or a lot of players aren't familiar with her, but she is like a very open ended character who's like, doesn't have a lot of backstory in in Union Cross, but like is in is kind of a blank slate enough to bring forward and, and tell a really interesting story with. That I think that's a good indication of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And Roxas has a connection to the old masters, to the dandelions, yeah. to all those that. Well, Ventus does not Roxas. Right. Excuse me, Ventus. Yes. Yep. That's good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Ventus does. Um, and and so does like. Um, uh Vanitas by extension as well. Yeah. He's like one of the core seven darknesses of the world or whatever, you know, like I, I don't know the whole story there, but yeah, like there's there's definitely stuff there that they could uh still work with. And that would bring some of those characters back. 
Um, but what about you? You're f- it, also, I please no more ride attraction flow tractions. No, please, no more no, Disney no rides. Please, uh, no more just, rides. They throw you in the Star Wars ride. <laughs> um, do we want to say like when we think this is coming out? I'm thinking 2025 is realistically what I'm thinking. Three years from now. I'm going to say 2025 is the first announced date. And then it comes out 2026. <laughs> I Christmas. Dig that. Yeah, I was going to say 2024 is the first announced date, and then it comes out in 2025. Um, I Yeah, yeah. I was going to say because presumably next year is 16, I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, that's my dream. 16. And then... We do also, uh, the other question, especially when it comes to Nomura, is which comes first, Kingdom Hearts 4 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2? Yeah. I think Remake 2, yeah. I do too, even though we haven't seen it. I, I do think they're going to try to... The, the bigger gap between those, I think, is a bigger problem than a bigger gap between KH3 and KH4. So I think yeah. 25 at the earliest with a likely 26 release date isn't isn't crazy. Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about being in my 30s and fucking being so oh boo hoo! I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see 2026. I I could I would be surprised if it's 2025. Um, we just don't like we don't know the scope of this game. We don't. Maybe it's yeah. just the two worlds, like like forest world and quadrat. Maybe the forest is just some park in quadrat. Like we really don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know. A better question. When do you think we will see the next trailer? When do we think we will get the next trailer? Alex, what do you think? They made it sound like they said they're not, they don't want to show anything in the June time frame, but they made it seem like they might show something again before the end of the year. I just don't know. I feel like if they're just getting into Unreal Engine 5, we got to give them at least a year. You know, I think they, they might've pushed this announcement forward a little bit because it's the anniversary and, and they yeah. didn't want to pull a Nintendo and just do nothing for Zelda's anniversary. Uh, so they decided to give <laughs> us something, uh, which I'm grateful for. That was what a great celebration of 20 years at Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Jonathan, what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think summer 23 is probably the earliest. Um, and again, I think it goes back to, um, I think Alex, you made the good point of like, the, it depends on her, um, you know, the schedule that Disney may exact on this. Yeah. Um, and so that also could, could really drive not just the, the development schedule, but when we see it. And so, you know, I think we're as likely to see a trailer at a D23 as we are at a Square Enix E3 or Game Awards or whatever. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to say either next summer or next or uh, Game Awards 2023 would be my first two likeliest. Yeah, if they showed something this December, though, I'd lose my gosh damn oh, board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt? That would pin me into. Funny you oh, should yeah. say that is that's. I would say the earliest would be a Jeff Keeley tease, just a trailer of. It wouldn't be a full trailer. It would just be the first f- officially announced world that we would visit in Kingdom Hearts Four, kind of like the, the Kingdom Hearts Six Four Man. version yeah. of like Smash Bros. DLC announcements, where mm-hmm. it, instead mm. of a character, it would just be like, and here's a world we're gonna come see. Like the Smash Bros. style drip feed hype, but I, I think, think that would work for this game for sure. I mean, it's 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 very Smash like in the sense of people love the theory craft on oh, what world will we go? What world are they going to put in? What characters? So I feel like the Game Awards is a is a solid place for that, and 
being in December, that's eight months away. I feel like that's enough leeway to pop out one quick teaser trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside of that, I agree with the rest of y'all that summer of 2023 is a more likely time for a true trailer. Yeah, for gameplay and stuff. Yeah. Um, I do want to, I know we're we're going a little long here, but I want to throw the idea out of, do you guys think there will be many worlds in this game or do you think there will be less but very big worlds because that's kind of the idea that i was thinking i was thinking there might be like five big worlds in this game just because of the scale of quadratum i would i'd be okay with fewer but more dense and more interesting worlds um especially if they did the sort of like I guess Kingdom Hearts 2 is the best example of it, of like revisit them, like their stories are kind of halved. Yes, I um, love that. I think that would be my ideal. Would be I'd be okay with a, a smaller list so long as they were really interesting worlds and then there there was like a, a really deep, intricate sort of connection to them throughout the story in that way. I mean, we gotta we gotta fit all of Versus 13 in this game at some point. True. It's so. <laughs> one world right there. One whole game. What about you, Matt, Scott? You guys... How are you feeling on it? Matt? Matt? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I think that we will get a teaser at Tokyo Game Show saying expect, like, the full-length trailer at Game Awards this okay. year. I could see that mostly because I didn't want to say summer next year. Um, <laughs> Fair. So I'm going to go with a teaser, a Square Enix trailer to announce another trailer. I think that's what we're going to get. In, um... Or we'll get that trailer to announce a trailer at uh, the Game Awards. I think we'll get something end of the year. Fall to end of the year. Um, just because as someone who has worked and done stuff in Unreal 4 and working with Unreal 5, Unreal 5 is very has been designed to work probably not like seamlessly, but fairly easily to bring Unreal 4 stuff into Unreal 5. So I don't think that's going to be a big as big of a shift um, in terms of a time sink. But uh, in terms of the... What was your question, Alex? The worlds. Do you think it'll the be worlds? more worlds or less but bigger worlds? I could see five to seven worlds. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. I could in see five, five to seven. Five to five seven world. worlds. Five to seven, like, themed worlds, and then a smaller, like, your Inside final worlds. final world. Yeah. And maybe like yeah. a like a Muppet or a Winnie the Pooh kind of world. Yeah. Is God, what Winnie the Pooh be in this game? <laughs> God, I hope not. It's time to put the boy to rest. Uh, what about you, Matt? Do you think bigger worlds, smaller worlds? I, I mean, big? I think bigger worlds uh, and less of them. I think five to seven seems to be the sweet spot. Uh, I would love to see... If they're bigger, I want them to have more meat. I don't want them to be bigger in the sense of like, just here's a bunch of open, barren content to run through. I want mm-hmm. them to actually have like have stuff in them to justify their size, not just bigger for the sake of saying our worlds are bigger. Yeah. So I I, I hope that the worlds they build are meaningful and less likely to just be fluff. So I'm hoping for bigger and less worlds rather than just basically the quant quantity quality over quantity. Yeah. I just like, there's no better time to kind of mix up the format, the very kind of tried and true yeah, format exactly. of Kingdom Hearts than yeah. a kind of new 
stopgap for the franchise because like i love kingdom hearts 3 and i know a lot of people feel less love for it but like i love that that game is just like a straight up kingdom hearts game you know like a numbered kid like you go here you go do a thing it's disney you're done and you go to the next i love that for that game but i think that is a good place to stop doing that format and then move on to something else uh for the next game Good stuff. Well, I feel satisfied. Yeah, I think that that was a good discussion. But we had a couple people submit their own thoughts and theories with us, so we are going to go around the web. First up, we have user unknown BLZ from Reddit. They say Quadratum as an afterworld seems like a concept from Versus Thirteen. One of the Versus Thirteen setting was a people of Lucia worship Etro, the goddess of death, and the kingdom has a grim reaper motif. Maybe your Zora and his friends are the Grim Reapers. Spoiler for Kingdom Hearts 3 and Remind ending. Zora is dead at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, and Zora needs to save him because someone, maybe Streletzia, requested it. My hope for the game, though, Final Fantasy cameos, even though the original Kingdom Hearts cast is already good enough to carry the story, in my opinion. Also, can I have Final Fantasy characters besides those from 7, 8, and 10? More importantly, stop ruining Final Fantasy characters' personalities. Aerith isn't a saint, and Vivi isn't that timid. Two, Disney being less protective of their IP, in my opinion. In my opinion, the Beast in Kingdom Hearts 1 is still the best use case of a Disney character. Keep some of the settings in the Disney film, but put him in an original Kingdom Hearts world. Three, no more attractions. And keep situation commands, but make it less random. Or just improve on what the team did in the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC. And four, improve on Kingdom Hearts 3 Gummy Ship gameplay. This is currently the best version of the Gummy Ship. I spent more time time on it than fighting the optional bosses and stages in the base game. Does the Gummy Ship exist in Unreality? I have so many questions. If if the Gummy Ship exists in Unreality, can I shoot Tie Fighters with it? That's like the only it's the only thing I need. I feel like Sid is going to make some sort of magical tweak do so we get that a new Sid? do we get a different game Sid? no i think sid will like the sid we know i think will be back i think they'll have to go to him to get a special gummy block or something so that they can travel through like unreality's space, space. link connection god what if we see lightning from 13 in her like prada design hanging out in quadratum like that's her look just everybody's got new realistic looking threads and you had an issue when i brought up ryan reynolds fourth wall breaking deadpool and you're like what if lightning has prada character (laughs) you remember seeing that she did they did like a prada thing with lightning from final fantasy 13 prada advertisements pay the bills it just makes sense it's true. Exactly. Final Fantasy Thirteen cost a hell of a lot to make with that Lumos engine and everything. Fabula Nova Crystallis. Yeah. It's all coming back. Versus you know Thirteen. It. It's real, y'all. You know it. Who wants to take the next uh, the next submission? I can I can read it. Doctor Jingles ninety one. Uh, a shorter and less drawn out arc reserved mainly for home consoles and potentially PC. I'd like a cast of party members you can swap to freely across worlds. Ooh, I didn't think about that. If we are world hopping again, like give me Donald Goofy and a couple of original characters too. Mm. I didn't think about like a party system at all. That would be cool. If this is more Final Fantasy e of things, like Yazora being a party member or something like that, Riku being a party member throughout the whole game, 
Especially if um, you're spending more time in each world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what if there's be, like really cool. parallel unreality dimensions? And like each, like Riku is in his own version of unreality, and Zora's in his own version of real- unreality. And so Sora, and you just like flip between them and actions in one world, kind of like Chrono Cross, uh, impacts the others, and they have to like. That would be interesting. I, I definitely think like when they mentioned uh, or when the voiceover mentions like if you leave this world you're not going to find your other world. I definitely makes me feel like when you step out of this world it's going to be a whole new different set of worlds. Mm-hmm. So maybe something to it. Yeah, uh, Jonathan or Matt, which of you wants to take the next one? I can uh, I can grab the next one. Uh... Excuse me, from Nash Highwind from Reddit. I uh, saw someone say that the more realistic style of Sora might be so he doesn't stand out too much against uh, against some more realistic Disney stuff like Marvel or Star Wars. I would love both to be in it as both series have a lot of content that would work for multiple games. And yeah, like as we said, I think, especially after seeing the pirate stuff in 3, I do think they'll lean with some more realistic, but I think the like ultra realistic kind of almost mundane world is is a quadratum thing first and foremost how do we feel about marvel we didn't really talk about it do we want that do you guys want like, that i do feel you... like it's 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 kind of a forlorn con- foregone conclusion see i don't i don't necessarily think it's like a shoe in i like again it the only people reason people think this is because like disney bought those other separate film companies but like it doesn't like you know, they've never really broken the trend. Like, the only things they've added is Pixar and The World Ends With You. So I, I really don't feel like it's, like, a guarantee that we're going to get them. Fair. But, like, do you guys Based really in my mind, think we that... went Tron, so... Yeah, but, like, that's still a Disney movie, uh, even though it's definitely a, a weird one. Uh, do we really want, like, Sora hang out with Spider-Man? Like, that just seems weird to me. <laughs> I, don't know. I think of all of the characters, Spider-Man will be the one that does not show up ever. Because those sure. are already weird enough. He does on Video. the Sony version only. Yeah, exactly. On the PlayStation version. Yeah. I guess so that's... I, I thought, a like, PlayStation-exclusive no world in Kingdom Hearts. You know what? I honestly oh would God. be okay with not having Marvel worlds if yeah. you just give me more Big Hero 6 and Incredibles. Sure. Like, Incredibles would be very good. Pretty incredible. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I mean, with the, with the Afterworld stuff, Coco, it feels like an obvious choice. Ooh. Yeah, that would be really good. Dude, man. Yeah, like that. There's still so much Disney to mine. I know. Yeah. Uh, and I know Pixar is like technically its own thing, but but you know, I I, I kind of Disney certainly considers those Disney movies. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just like sure. There's part of me that's like, yeah, Sora jumping off Captain America's shield and then getting high five by Iron Man. But like, there's also a part of me that's like, Dude, no, that's too, that's too like, anime. Would it shark style, you know, like wait, how far is too far? Yeah. I just, it doesn't feel in the spirit of kingdom Hearts. star Wars. I, I, there's an argument there that I'll allow. I just don't like star Wars anymore because they ruined it. Uh, but yeah, I just don't know. I could almost see them holding off. I think Marvel being in Kingdom Hearts at some point is a foregone conclusion. I could see them holding off and that being their huge, huge world uh, for like Kingdom Hearts 5. Like oh, have Star um, Wars be their, the big one this time and then Marvel be the next one. Yeah, Star Wars is enough for <laughs> one game. For one game, for sure. I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll read the last one. Yeah. Uh, from Bo the Schmo. 
I haven't watched the trailer, but my biggest hope is that they'll backtrack a bit on the more controversial parts of Kingdom Hearts 3, i.e. lessen the presence of the Disney plots slash make them less of a heavy-handed retelling of the movies and fit more organically into the overarching plot. You know what? That part specifically, I, I really appreciate because I think Kingdom Hearts 1 did it really well and where it wasn't just retelling the movies, but I always think about the Kingdom Hearts 3 Frozen world and how it literally was just, here's the story of Frozen. Anyway. Careful. Uh, Alex is a Frozen Frozen Oh, me fanatic. too. I love Frozen. I've never seen it. So much, there was so much potential to have a story told in the Frozen world rather than four full just minutes redo to let it go, Frozen. Baby. Give me yeah. four full minutes. Hey, that's fine. Bring, put it back in for some reason as a flashback. I don't know. Anyway, back to the the comment uh and find a better gameplay gimmick than attractions uh maybe even bring back final fantasy characters but that ship has probably all already sailed sadly to be honest though as long as they keep the scope and presentation of the worlds intact from kingdom hearts 3 i'll probably still have fun with it anyways toy story pirates big hero 6 worlds are some of the most fun i've had with exploring in a game pretty much ever and honestly if they manage to match or exceed that then they can make the rest of the game as shit as they want to <laughs> I, like, don't know where this, like, sentiment that, like, I guess they're done with Final Fantasy. I think it's just, like, I know 3 didn't have as much in there, but I, I just think they had a lot of stuff they had to finish. <laughs> like, they just had a lot of stories they really needed to finish. Um, but I, I I don't necessarily think that means Final Fantasy is gone forever. Uh, especially with, like, them bringing that stuff back for the DLC. I think that's, like, them saying, like, hey, we're still, we still care about this stuff. It's just... There's a lot going on in the plot. Definitely <laughs> less uh, legally difficult to get those that's characters true. in the game. Yeah, that's true. They don't have to go through as many hoops as Sakurai, that's for sure, uh, considering they make the game. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. But, everybody, that is going to do it for our theory crafting and Kingdom Hearts reveal discussion uh, special episode. Thank you guys Thank you. so much for for joining. This was a lot of this fun. Was so fun. Yeah, this was so fun. It was indeed. Also, it's my first thing I've ever done with Jonathan, so that is yeah. Yeah. special in and of itself. This was yeah. a blast with all. Thanks of for joining us, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yes, good to good to talk to you again, Jonathan and Matt and Alex. Always pleasures as well. Um, but where can people find you all online? What do you have cooking? Go ahead and plug your way. Uh, plug away. So, Jonathan, how about you go first? Uh, yeah, I'll start with me. Uh, you can find me at JM Dornbush on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, obviously, Podcast Beyond every Wednesday talking about PlayStation stuff. Uh, but in the world of JRPG, it's currently on, on a pause because uh, we finished up the game, but the, the calendar works out perfectly. Uh, my, my coworker at IGN, Tom Marks, and I in our, in our free time did a podcast called Take Your Time where we played through Persona 5 Royal. Uh, in real time with the like in-game character along with a uh, calendar along with the real world calendar so like week by week we play you know those seven days and then j- jump in the next week and, and do the next seven days uh, it was a really fun really silly way to play that game but we did a full 50 episode arc of persona 5 royal and it's all done and actually the calendar lines up perfectly this year so if you if you jump in basically right now you can play along literally perfectly where like the 12th is a Tuesday and the 13th is a Wednesday and whatnot. So uh, that was really fun. So if you're, if you're a Persona 5 fan or wanted to start that game, uh, that was a really fun show to do. Very cool. And definitely give it a check out. It is fantastic. Thank you. Of course. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, You can find me on the Twitters at Nola Nerdcast. Um, I'm also 
a member of the SDGC podcast. I do the PR for them and also PR for video game companies on the side, freelance style. Uh, I actually have something for you after this, Scott. Uh, but after outside of that, I just, you know, I'm on I Twitter mean. and I love talking games and comics and being nerdy and having friends and enjoying everyone's hot uh, takes and everything, all that fun stuff. And, 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 and setting me on fire in Divinity. And setting Scott on fire every Monday, whether I he deserves it or not. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is ripe with ways to set Scott on fire. It's true. And it just makes things great. So, yep. anyway, it, it, this was a blast. Uh, glad um, to have you. And Alex. Uh, Alfire27, go listen to IP D&D. It's a live actual play, or not live, actual play D&D show that I DM, and it, I do a lot of work for it, and it's very good. Uh, episode 3 should be out by the time you hear this. So, go check it out. Uh, rationalpatches.com slash IPDND. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's really it right now. Perfect. And as always, you can find me on Twitter and whatnot. But thank you again, Matt, Jonathan, Alex, for joining me for this uh, monumentous episode. Who knows? In nine years from now, we'll be talking about a Kingdom Hearts 5 trailer. Who knows? Um, yes. and, yeah. I'll, and I'll be sore from my 40s. So... <laughs> <laughs> But yes. you know it. I'll be 70 years old and still excited to see Sore's big oh, yeah. dumb head. His big dumb shoes. His dumb shoes. Ah. That was the correct response. Uh, Just remember, Sora, Riku, and Kairi will always be in the game because they are the heart of Kingdom Hearts. And may and your heart be your guiding key. key. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But thank you to each and every one of you who's listened today. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service, as I'd really appreciate it. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at underscore RPG University with the hashtag RPGU with your suggestion. Or share your own favorite RPGs directly with me or Kingdom Hearts 4 Theories directly with me on Twitter at SolidSnake120. As always, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another, And may your heart be your guiding key. Class dismissed.